Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. <laughs> and I'm Anne Scantlebury. Oh, a little dash across the you studio did. there, just getting <laughs> stuff ready. You're just doing some so admin. That's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah, it's We're right. professionals, we've been doing this for a while. It is professional to do admin. Take my coat off. Good. Make Drop yourself at home, that's it. I might keep going, Steve. Just do. Take my shirt off. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I feel okay. Well, we're coming in summer, aren't we? Yeah. It's basically, it's spring now, and after spring it's summer. We're going away to GDC, so we're having a little break from the show. By the time we come back, we'll all be in swimwear. Nice. Mm. to it. Uh, how, are you, how are you doing? Did she say hello? Yeah, I said hello. Okay, sorry. I'm not I was, rude. I've been doing this 10 years. I was watching Simon take his clothes off. Mm. Uh, well, hello, Simon. Hi. I'm, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, I've been busy. I'm busy at the moment. Busy. Really? Are you busy and buzzed? Are you like... <laughs> I just had a cup of coffee out. I very rarely do that, Anne. Uh-oh. I know, I had a, I had a medium latte. <laughs> I know, I you imagine. Medium. Did you have uh, anything else in it? A little livener? Didn't know. I did have a, a lemon muffin, though, didn't I? <laughs> With our guests, we should introduce. Uh, it's not just us in the studio this evening. Uh, we're delighted to be joined by Jacob and Simon from Game Swing, all the way from Copenhagen. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming on. How, was your, uh, how are your coffees? Warm. Uh, yeah, hot. Yeah. <laughs> in this cold weather, it was nice. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, we're going to be chatting to you about what you are up to and this and the other. You, have, you, have you had a nice day so far? Yeah, very good. We've uh, seen, seen a couple of journalists in, okay. uh, back at the PR. And now you're seeing some more journalists. Yeah. <laughs> we're hard-hitting journalists, though, just to make this clear. We will take our tops off <laughs> if we want. Yeah, and for the first time today, you're actually more than we are, so we feel a bit ganged up upon. So. Okay, yeah, good point, good point. Well, I think you're, you're about to get an insight. Into, sorry, actually, before we before we go into that, what, what have we got in the show, Steve? We have got two features two no. this week, two whole features. Right. We've got some music. The music's brilliant okay. this week. It's absolutely excellent. Mm-hmm. But? Uh, but I have to run upstairs and find out what it is, because okay. I didn't write that down. Because we've been doing this uh, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years today. Good. This is our last ever show nine years old is it yeah, yeah because we're going off to gdc and by the time we come back which will be the start of april we'll be 10 what privileges do we get when we when we, ten, when we double, level up double digits i'm not sure <laughs> don't know we'll find out no. uh, uh so yeah we've got lots of music we've got some reviews i've played a game this week Very good news to talk about that and uh yeah that sort of stuff letters letters did anybody print who brought out who brought the letters <laughs> no, no one ten, ten years ten years, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on jacob and simon so here's an insight into how hard-hitting we are uh, you're about to hear some of Anne's news It's 7.04 on Monday the 7th of March. I'm Anne Scandalbury and this is the news. Microsoft is closing Lionhead Studios. Staff are currently being spoken to about the closure. Fable Legends, developed at the studio and which is currently in beta, will be switched off this Wednesday. A blog post explaining the decision said, These changes are taking effect as Microsoft Studios continues to focus its investment and development on the games and franchises that fans find most exciting and want to play. It was also announced that Danish studio Pressplay will be shut. Good luck to everyone involved. This was shocking news, wasn't it? It happened this afternoon. I was mm. with the Game Swing boys, and you've, um, you've got some friends over there, haven't you? 
Yeah, I, I know a guy that just started there right. a month ago, I think. Right. It's awful. So it must have come as a shock to those guys as well. An absolute bolt from the blue, wasn't it? Mm. What's I, happened? I mean, actually, they didn't say they were closing the studio. They said they were sunsetting uh, the title, which I found appalling. Um, I guess they Microsoft- should cancel it then in that case, shouldn't they? <laughs> Microsoft are uh, perpetually reorganising. I've known a couple of people at Microsoft who said it's it's a, a disease within the country. They cannot settle. Uh, sorry, company. They cannot settle down. Constantly shuffling the way they operate. And I guess this time uh, their Guildford development studio has been a victim of that, as has uh, Copenhagen. Yeah, crazy. I think. Um Fable uh, Legends had um, had changed during its uh, game development, hadn't it? That it was, it became free to play, didn't it? Mm. Or did they say it was going to be free to play? That's how it was working in beta, okay. uh, because they've had to give the money back to the people who've uh, who've paid for microtransactions items in game. Have they? Yes. Right. Uh, some sort of slightly sad notes on the Lionhead website, which I was looking at this afternoon about that. Um, but yeah, I guess trying a, a trying a different business model that was their plan but microsoft it seems are pursuing the hardcore everyone said that microsoft over the last year have done quite a good job in stabilizing the xbox and fighting back against the ps4 in a battle they were definitely definitely losing this time last year but i think that that battle really really is focused on the hardcore on traditional games and maybe there is no place for um, things like Fable Legends anymore. Such a shame. Such a shame. Uh, yeah. I it seems a little bit uh, short-sighted, I think. Lionhead it has such a history, and it's such a well-known name. And when they were acquired, I believe that's the term that's always used, it, it just seems like, oh, yeah, you're a good thing. Come into our team. No, we don't want you anymore. And then it's just shut down that happens Losing. all over the place mm. isn't yeah, it EA have, uh, EA have shut every studio that they've bought but it just <laughs> feels like you know shutting a studio with such good history instead of maybe working on it and, and using it to do something else or going okay well this stuff isn't working but we can use you in a different area I don't know there is something I think in games about uh, have, about stuff yeah having a history and having weight and gravity and something behind it there aren't that many names as big as Lionhead in no. the UK uh, it is part of the game development cycle though and we're always told that this happens that these big or medium sized studios implode and then lots and lots of small teams appear in their place I guess one of the uh, the small positives, if there, if there is one, is that this has happened in Guildford, where there is such a, a yeah. strong game development community. I saw some of the studio heads reaching out today. I saw um, Epic uh, Guildford, yep. their studio, looking, you know, saying if you, you know, you're at Lionhead, you want to send your CV along. I saw uh, David Braben. Um, saying there's yeah they got jobs flew in didn't he (laughs) 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 Uh, notable by its absence though no one was reaching out for Milo Mm. (laughs) and uh, uh, I did see also someone say if I was at Rare right now I'd be shopping my CV around as well they've got their can we get jobs now if we said we worked yeah if we we were lucky we could chuck our CVs in with the pot (laughs) maybe they won't notice that we've got no talent (laughs) investigative journalism man fancy that yeah let's get inside the machine Epic Games boss Tim Sweeney has accused Microsoft of trying to monopolise game development on PC. Writing in The Guardian, he said that Microsoft's universal Windows platform is effectively telling developers that you can use these Windows features only if you submit to the control of our lockdown UWP ecosystem. He went on to say it's an embarrassment that there are no decent third-party games on the Windows Store. Microsoft responded by saying that everything Sweeney said was 100% true. Just kidding. Their response said, the universal Windows platform is fully open ecosystem, available to to every developer that can be supported by any store. Well, which one's true? Those two things can't both be true. Have you got it in for Microsoft this, <laughs> this evening? Yeah, I was like, let's get them with a one, two. <laughs> are we, are so we, there's not a three. So we've got our GDC schedule sorted, haven't we, for the show pretty Largely, much? Yeah. Is there anyone from Microsoft coming on? I didn't check. Probably should <laughs> Probably have done. Because <laughs> we're going to be pointing people towards the show to say, hey, don't worry, you know, come on One Life Life. We're very gentle. Very, very gentle. Very gentle. We never say anything mean. And then your first two news stories are like... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, this was uh, this was a Keith a Keith Stew exclusive, Case wasn't Stew. it? Keith Stew exclusive on the Guardian. Um, uh, yeah, it came from nowhere. It seemed yeah. He'd clearly been br- br- sitting on this for a while. Yeah, well, he said that he had spoken to Microsoft uh, before about this, and they seen and he thought that they had listened, and, and you know because they had really listened and they'd taken into account what he'd said that they were probably going to do something about it, and then they didn't. 
Right. Uh, so it sort of feels like this is his last ditch attempt to go. I'm going to go public with this. I quite liked what uh, Phil Spencer said about um, bringing the Windows Xbox ecosystems together. The idea of buying once on computer and once on console really appeals to me. Hmm. I read that the biggest problem PC gamers have with this situation is the fact that you can't mod on things you buy from the Windows Store. Is that right? I don't know. That's why I asked Anne, who's, who's telling the truth here? Because Microsoft say, it's totally fine. You can do anything. Do it's mods. an open ecosystem. You can do whatever you want. Whereas I think it was in the Sweeney article, some uh, article based on that, that said, yeah, that's a problem. Well, I think that what he said was there was a... Uh, there's a specific setting which is by default either on or mm-hmm. off whichever okay. one and you have to go quite deep down in order to switch it right and it's that like depth of well how far you have to go down to do that that sort of closes it down uh, have you got any insight into this as game developers Jacob and Simon well I don't know I think it, it sounds bad somehow it'll be like uh, developing for Android now you have to, to develop for all kinds of platforms not just the one console and, and we kind of like just having the one console to work on so you're, you're, in, you're in the Sweeney camp, are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no Man's Sky has got a release date. Hello Games Explorey Space Game is due out on PS4 and PC on June the 24th and will cost either £40 or £50, depending on your format. There will also be a special version called the Explorer's Edition, which will cost £105. There'll only be 10,000 made available. It'll come with a game, a badge, a scale replica of an in-game craft, and an exclusive item that has not yet been announced. It's basically a very expensive Kinder Egg with no chocolate. (laughs) I wonder what happens to all of the junk that people get in special editions. (laughs) Like, where it all ends up. That's a very good question. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, like, kicking around? Because I don't think I have any special edition stuff. But presumably they do a lot of business. And there can't be that much shelf space across the world. Like, right now it might seem like a good idea to have a No Man's Sky spaceship on your shelf. (laughs) And I think that game looks super exciting. I'm really, really, really excited about it. Are you you 40 or 50 pounds excited about it? I'm PS4. Whichever one that is. You're 50. 50, I assume. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a console game for me. Uh, it's console experience. I, I really hope as well that this is a game that is going to tie up with Morpheus with PlayStation VR. Exactly. Yeah. So you can be sense, in that space. Imagine that. Mm, can you imagine being in space? Every having day. space on you. Every day. <laughs> on top of you, all over you. <laughs> uh, first sort of um, rumblings though have emerged from the press this week about No Man's Sky, haven't they? People sort of questioning if it's if it is what it is, and also people wondering what it is. Well. <laughs> This is the uh, thing that Jonathan Blow handled very, very well with The Witness. So all through the development of The Witness, no one really knew what it was. It's, like, oh, it's, this, it's this game, it's Jonathan Blow's, it's Jay Blow's, it's going to be amazing, it's the next braid. Don't really care what it is, it's just going to be amazing. You know, and people saw test versions of it, and it's just got this sort of maze game in it, but we haven't seen what it is beyond that. It turns out that is the game. It's, you know, definitely loads of takes on the maze thing. And I think it's brilliant. But he didn't announce the price until yeah. how many days before it went on sale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so any backlash that came from that was minimal. People were still excited surfing on through. This has how many months to release? Like four? July, three? did you say something July? Something like I that. I wasn't really uh, listening to Andrew. I, th- I was thinking about June twenty fourth. There's definitely time for people to uh, save to, up. To to save up or build a backlash of um of against I guess the problem that people have said is, you know, procedural generated words, procedurally generated worlds are brilliant and absorbing, but often empty and no fun. It's hard to make a fun procedurally generated universe. People have tried before. Um, uh, they must, <clears throat> they'll be fudging it, won't they? They'll be, they'll be using loads of different seeds, I would have thought. I've, I, I agree. I'm sure they have. And I've, I've stayed well away from spoilers. I don't know what the game is because I'm really, really, really excited to find out how they've done that. And I think if you want sort of, um, if you want to bet on a studio, I bet on Hello Games because if you look at how tight and focused and fun Joe Danger is, yep. um, that I think they know how to do that sort of thing. So I'm confident it will be something there. But it is hard, and I understand why people uh, are getting worried about it a little bit. There's also been a lot of backlash about the price from uh, industry devs saying that, uh, that that the price is fine. Shut up. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, just shut up, you lot. Um, we want people to start paying us for yeah, things. That would be nice. I, I, so. But, you know, I, I think it is tricky. I'm not sure if I've said this before, but sort of gone are the days where, where you had universal pricing. And actually, the price... The price you should charge is the price that people will pay, and I, I think it's agree. clearly worked with the witness, and that's an exceptional game. But not all, not not it's not because the indi- because the witness did it doesn't mean that all games can get Absolutely. away with thirty pounds. Absolutely, and and the key word you used is exceptional. The witness is an exception. The only games that can afford to do that are those that have already built the PR profile. And I think that The Witness has, and I think that No Man's Sky, if you look at the number of covers, mm. if you, right from its launch, was it the Spike TV yeah, yeah. sort of things? It's, it's played that PR game incredibly well. And everyone wants it now. And now they've come out with the price. It's kind of a bit late, a bit late for everyone to backpedal and go, oh, we wanted it, but only for maybe fourteen ninety nine. dollars So, yeah, it's, I think they've played that very well. I don't think it'll change the general price structure of indie stuff which is more of an impulse purchase thing um after all of the backlash i've been reading a a bit about it i managed to do an excellent typo when i was typing this news story Mm -hmm. and i renamed it no moans sky PlayStation 4 Remote Play to PC and Mac is coming. The feature will allow players to stream PS4 games to their home computers. Xbox One already offers this with Windows 10. It will come into effect with the V3.50 firmware update, which doesn't have a public rollout date yet. Now all we need is PS4 Remote Play where you don't actually have to own a PS4, and I will be sorted. It's good news. It's good news. Everyone likes an update. Yep. Particularly when you're just about to uh, play something. <laughs> seems to... Ideally, if you've only got limited exactly. time to play, yeah, yeah. Do that thing you as get well. Loads of, loads of new features. Yeah. Do you always announce when updates are going to be made so people can build that into their schedule? You know, have a little calendar invite that says, updates happening today. Well, if you've got PlayStation Plus, it does it automatically, I think, overnight. It downloads it, doesn't it? It doesn't install does it? it, yeah. Mm. I believe. I've noticed I fewer... Know. Um, since I switched that option on, so I think something's working. But well, no, because it all happens in the background. Are you going to be able to? So are you going to be able to play this uh, PS4 on your PC uh, when you're on a different home net, like over the internet, or is it just on a Wi-Fi network? No, great. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, how do you get Pikachu on a roller coaster? More details have emerged about Universal Studios' Nintendo themed theme park attractions. Nintendo Land is due to open at Universal Studios Japan in Osaka in time for the Tokyo Olympic Games in 2020. This means that all the sports will be played on the rides. The park will cost about 40 billion yen or about 250 million pounds, so it won't be cheap. And the answer is, of course, check that he meets the height re- re- restrictions and make sure he's strapped in properly. Roller coaster health and safety is no joke. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I'll never go to it. Why not? It's far away. You could be there, Steve. I mean, that's true. Well, if you were in Japan, would you make a beeline for it? Um, do you mean metaphorically, figuratively? I mean, hypothetically. Perhaps. Would I'm you? not, though. I'm right here. Um, roller coasters are frightening, aren't they? Well, they can be dangerous, which is why that... I was uh, I was looking at a roller coaster video on my Gear VR uh, just the other day. Oh, no, I felt sick. Is it frightening? It was. I was sat in my bed. Okay. With my Gear VR. Were you, were you sat or were you lying down? Uh, I was, was sort of sat up. <laughs> sat up. Slumped. <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> raising my hands above my head and like, way. Um, no, yeah, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I felt, you fell off the bed, Han. So what would you do if you... Because they're going to have VR roller coasters. Roller coasters. Oh, roller, yeah. Where you've got your eyes in, but your body's actually moving. God, That's going to be Vomit City. Um, uh, can we think of any pun? I mean, I, I realise we should have <laughs> prepared this. Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> any puns for Nintendo rides? Uh... Uh, <laughs> Games okay, from men can you have I see a Mario Kirby So maybe go the other way around Fairground rides Teacups uh, um, um, No That's it Let's work on it Okay Thanks Anne Thanks One life left Video game news With Anne Scantleberry
Welcome back to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Simon is drumming along on the desk. I, well, I know I it's the other Simon uh, when Anne was reading the news out. I noticed she was swaying to the news bed. It's good, isn't it? It's really, really good. Sorry, I, you, and also we were, we're just pointing out, apologies, your, your mic wasn't up fully when you were talking earlier. As mentioned, Steve likes, Steve's unsure about some, about new guests, and so that uh, <laughs> he will, he will raise them. Give you them. a couple of, couple of sentences. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, uh... Uh, yeah, so apologies about that, but I believe it's fully up now. Awesome. There you go. Awesome. Yep. Uh, what are we listening to, Steve? I'm trying to find that out right now. Okay, is that why you're leaning over here and then having to lean back to the microphone to tell oh, me? Right. It's a really difficult job this then, isn't it? <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I'll just come over here for a second. <laughs> what is it, Steve? I don't know yet. Don't know. We'll find out, that. but it's from chipmusic.org and it's brilliant. Ten years. It is good. Absolutely excellent. Uh, yeah, I'd buy that to... if I knew what it was. Yeah? Yeah. We'll find out. You listen to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Not if it's two quid. <laughs> I really like it, but not. not. But maybe a special edition if it not comes with like <laughs> a pewter figure physical of the artist. Physical MP3. Yeah. Uh, we're a video game radio show. We've been talking about video game news so far later. We'll have some reviews. I have some letters as well, if we can find them on our telephones. Um, but first... Ten years. Interview. <laughs> Jacob Simon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. So thank you so much for coming over. Uh, you've come all the way from Copenhagen, yeah. a city that Anne and I enjoyed with our partners last uh, last year, didn't we? Yeah, so much so. I'm going again this year. Are you? Yeah, I love it. Right. Why aren't you going, Simon? Again, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to get some time over there. It was a bit too much fun for me. The Friday night skate, the drinking whilst you're shopping on the train. People on just train. take wheelie trolleys of lots of beer just on the train. But why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, no, exactly. I think that's what we left going. Well, why don't we do that? We bought a single cans of lager from Smiths, didn't we? Great. Couldn't believe it. I bought some hard lemonade. <laughs> um, so you're over from uh, uh, Game Swing. Tell us about uh, tell us about Game Swing, your company. Well, we um, we started out like three years ago, I think, um, uh, by uh, attending the Nordic Game Jam, okay. um, where we made the, this uh, dodgeball game in, in 48 hours. And uh, suddenly we were uh, making a game like for full time um, and, and started the company. Right. So you, <laughs> did you realize that, that there was a potential for that when you entered the Game Jam? None. I, I do, you, you knew each other when you entered, did you? So you, you entered as a group of how many of you? Uh, five. Five of you. Yeah, we were studying together. And this was at, this was at Nordic ga- the Nordic Game Conference. Uh, no, Nordic Game Jam. Okay, so uh, that, that's, that's separate, separate to the. Entity, oh, is yeah. it? Okay, cool. You need to get some new names, don't they? Yeah, because there's also the company Nordic Game as well, which published games, isn't there? Is yeah, Nordic, Nordic Game Supplier, yeah. and it's uh, too many it's of those. Popular. How many people entered this this jam? So how many teams? I think it was like like five, six hundred people at that point. It, wow. it keeps growing. I think it's there might be a thousand uh, when they hold it this year. Okay, so it's, it's getting bigger, bigger. I think it's five, six hundred at, at that point in time. And you entered the jam not knowing what you were going to do because you get given a subject, don't you? Yeah, I think they gave us a subject. It was grotesque, so you do much in that subject. Okay. We chose to do dodgeball. Dodgeball is yeah. dodgeball. Is it grotesque? No, it's not. But we <laughs> kind of made it grotesque by throwing whales on the screen or something. Like that. Okay. In in forty eight hours, then you went from a standing start to f- fully playable proto- like a playable prototype yeah let's, let's say it was fully playable okay. yeah, that sounds better and how did it do in the uh, in the Nordic Game Jam then oh it, it, it did very good we, uh, we won uh, most most fun award okay and, and which I think if you're going to win any award in a game jam I think most fun is probably the one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the one to get isn't it yeah. <laughs> okay so it won most fun and it was at that point you were like hey we we should do this. No, uh, at that point we we were just excited. I mean, uh, I think we won a, a, a Chinese scholarship to go to uh, Casual Connect in, in Hamburg. Okay. Um, and three days after the Nordic Game Jam, we decided to submit it to uh, Kill Screen Magazine. Had this um, a game jam competition called Create with uh, together with Uya. So we uh, submitted uh, to that, and uh, the build we submitted was was horrible. I mean, uh, it has to work on Android, but we didn't have any Android builds. So, right. So it's, it was kind of a shot in the dark, and uh, apparently uh, we won the best Unity game. Oh, uh, wow. That. I was going to say, so um, Ouya was quite famous for its... Um for its competitions, wasn't it? Uh, it had some quite high profile entries. Yeah, they also had the, the Kickstarter thing where yeah. they uh, promised to double up on the money if you succeeded. Right, okay. Um, Stickbold, uh, was it called Stickbold at the time? It was. We, we kept the name all the way. And that's, and that's Danish for... Danish for our kind of dodgeball thingy. Because <laughs> is it a game played at school? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of 
Dutch ball, but free fall. You you throw <laughs> yeah these rubber balls at each other. Okay. Did you play it as, as children? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that uh, three that was three years ago. Um, how, so what's what's been happening since then? How's it how's it evolved? How's it how's it, how's it come on? Well, I guess the, the the first first thing that happened was that we won the the best unity category in the the Create Game Jam competition, and uh, then we got some funding from the Nordic Game uh, Program, which is a part of Nordic Game Conference. Right. Okay. Um, and from then we we pitched it to the Danish uh, Film Institute. They also have this uh, game uh, funding program, um, and we pitched it. To, to uh, make sure that we, we had this expanded universe uh, because we really liked the characters we made so we wanted to do like more story uh, and they bought in on that too um, well, t- tell us about those characters in the, st- in the well, t- t- tell us about the the game itself then I think we I think we've, we've mentioned it's, it's a dodgeball game but uh, what else does it do uh, basically, it's it's a playable buddy movie set in the 1970s uh, with a lot of Scandinavian uh, influence. So uh, you follow these two characters uh, throughout the story, um, and they're they're like the typical like buddy dynamic. Uh, one of them is uh, is kind of lazy but talented uh, athlete, and the other one is really um, focused on training and and, and winning uh, like the real way and. Uh, um, throughout the story, uh, they have to find the rival team because uh, the rival team is kidnapped by the by a guy in a devil suit. Okay, um, and they have to figure out what actually happened there. Um, so, so we follow them throughout the the entire environments and the world, and uh, a lot of crazy antics there. It's a, it's a co op, uh, so you can play it single player, but it's also it sort of comes into its own in multiplayer, right? Yeah, we also have the the local multiplayer part where where you play up to four players and you can sit and watch each other dead in the eye when you throw a ball straight in your face and <laughs> kick you out. And we tried to put in some some mechanics so even when you're out in the multiplayer game, you can still do stuff like like in the old uh, Bomberman games where you could throw in stuff from the side. We we have this this kind of mechanic as well. So everybody always has something to do and you can get your revenge on even post modem you've been showing it at the pc gamer weekender uh so how, how's that been seeing members of the public play it now that you're sort of quite close to release uh, it's it's great i mean it's been three long years uh for us so uh, it, it's good to finally be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and actually getting it out there because we've had great responses at, at pax prime at uh, indicate and all the different places we've been uh, showcasing it so uh, just seeing people actually liking what's very very close or I th- even I think it's the final product we have have there because it's releasing very soon so when is it coming out April 1st on, on PC and Xbox One and then April 5th on PS4 I don't believe that's public knowledge <laughs> it is now <laughs> it's a One Life Left exclusive <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh, what uh, what happens next for you guys then oh yeah that's a good question uh, <laughs> Well, let's hope everything goes well and we make a lot of cash and then we retire and move somewhere <laughs> beautiful and never have to think about games again. Or, or at least buy out our investor first. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, well, looking forward to playing it. Um, yeah, you, uh, you're at PC Gamer. Are you, gonna, you, you're, are you doing any other shows? You're doing Rest? Yeah, uh, we'll be at Rest and, and at uh, GDC, GDC. Yeah, with, with uh, Microsoft. What rhymes with stickbold? Uh, We're just thinking of the Marioki songs. Um, hold. Hold. Something's got stick bold of my, my heart. heart. <laughs> yeah, good. Writes itself. Excellent. Well, fingers crossed that we'll be on stage singing about your successful game soon. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Thank you. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. A list of data showing the amount of sugar in video games has rocked the free-to-play market. Whilst Candy Crush, Cookie Clicker and Quasi Cupcakes were high on the list as expected, other so-called healthy games also ranked near the top. One such game was Fruit Ninja, which, due to its high fruit levels, actually had as much sugar in it as the candy-based games. And... Because its gameplay portions were so small, it generally didn't have the nutritional benefits that it was alleged to have. A statement from the group of companies responsible for the games said, Our games are designed to be part of a healthy, balanced lifestyle. We advise all our customers to be as fit as possible and to combine our video games with others that involve going around a bit to maintain fitness. But, 
if you want to buy some jewels, coins or candies to improve your score, we aren't going to stop you. We'll keep you up to date with any further developments. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Letters. No dancing to the letters theme, I note. Uh, some, there were some hand gestures. Some hand. She was, she was like, yeah. she was Ooh. conducting it. Okay. All right, good. Thank you so much for your letters. You've been, uh, you've been very good, very diligent sending them throughout the week. Uh, we're going to be off air for a while now, aren't we? So expect so. to come back, be crushed by the um, mailbag, the virtual mailbag. <laughs> First in was Dan Marshall. Oh, Dan, hi. Dan Marshall, six days ago, UD Devs. Dear team and super special guests, I'm a bit behind with OLL. As you know, I listen religiously whilst on my run, and for reasons I'll save the tedium of explaining, I've just been getting fatter instead. Anyway, I'm running again and finally up to the episode with King Charles Cecil BSC and was disgusted to hear once again him neglect to mention the importance of Ben there, Dan that, and time, gentlemen, please, in the resurgence of the point-and-click adventure. That is disgraceful. We should have called him out on that. That's that's on us, Dan. Sorry. Uh, He's on us. Do you think he's stopped now, Dan? What, stopped running? Yeah. Well, that's probably good. Maybe he's doing that thing, those in- interval training. Yeah. Right, okay. or, or is that the right thing? Yeah, no, it's fart lack, it's called, isn't it? Something interval like that. Tra- isn't interval training the one where well, you, you have to do beeps? Do a little bit, and then you do a bit, and then you do a bit more. Anyway, we need to, we need to after, we've done, after we've dealt with this, yeah, let's, okay. let's get him running. Um, anyway, I'm running it... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, without me, Revolution wouldn't have even seen its 20th anniversary, let alone whatever they're at now. True. So True. my question is this. What, in what pivotal way have you changed the games industry forever, only for it to have been completely forgotten or ignored by history and or Charles Cecil? Love, Dan. Well, we, um, we were some characters in Ben There, Dan That. We were. So I suppose we can claim partial credit to you exactly. know, persuading Charles to keep going. Uh, beyond that, I'm not sure I've ever done anything of import or... To change or the industry or, forever. Change the industry forever. Maybe that's our aim for GDC. Change the industry. At the very least, let's at change the, At the very least. If we do nothing else, let's, let's just change, change the industry <laughs> forever. I think that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, no, it's... it's, that's, it's um... Didn't we make... Um, ra- uh, talking about video games on the radio a I thing? mean, we made Biffle. We made Bithel. I mean, we, we literally made Bithel. Yeah. I guess, I guess oh, we did. I mean, we didn't literally make Bithel. That would be... That would... We, we, we definitely didn't do that. This is a way to tell him, though, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> now we know he listens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's just say that, then. You can thank us later. Did we make Marshall? <laughs> did we? Are they brothers? <laughs> He's definitely stopped running now, isn't he? He's <laughs> just... <laughs> He's just looking, looking in his phone, getting a photo of himself up, turning his phone into, just thinking. He's face swapping with Biffle <laughs> yes. now, and realising that he looks the same. Anyway, Dan, get running. <laughs> Run! Hello, team. Hello, SSG. I'm up an Alp doing a ski. Video games have prepared me for the sight and the exhilaration. They have prepared me for the fact that if I do something stupid, I'm going to crash. They haven't prepared me for the weird marks on my legs or the sore bit of my face between the goggles and the helmet. Which games have misrepresented reality to you? Pip-pip, Robert. Um, I think you should always start letters by telling us who it's from, because all the way through that, I thought, this could be anyone. Could be Charles. Could be. He strikes me as a skier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... I uh, this this letter. I don't have an answer to that. No. But I do have a thing that that made me think of. Yeah. Which no one else has brought up. When I tried Vive, which I think is brilliant, and if anyone from Valve is listening, One Life Left wants a Vive so we can review Vive things, uh, or anyone from HTC, we must have some HTC listeners. Uh, we want a Vive. But that said, when I tried Vive, an early version of Vive, it really hurt my nose. Oh, no, like a, no like a your little nose, your beautiful nose. nose. It really, really bites. You look like you've been in a mocky film yeah, now. Like don't you even box it? didn't like it. So I wonder if they fixed that. Spoiled. I don't know. It's a bit like wearing a ski mask, like Sir Charles yeah. Cecil might. Mm. Is it, have uh, games misrepresented reality for you in any way, Simon? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jacob, you've got a letter, haven't you? If you just swipe the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. I got it. I got it. It's because, uh, it's because it's linked to my watch, you see. So. Ah, right. okay. This is from Rahul Shah. Hey, Team OLL and SSG. Can Cheeky Bad... Sorry. Can Cheeky Backhanders only come from game developers or can anyone just get involved? How many biscuits do I need to send to you in the studio to get... Neko Atsume reviewed again. Thanks and keep up the great work. One pack of biscuits. Is that, and that's it, is it? I mean, honestly, we do it for a biscuit singular. We'd basically do it if you just asked us nicely and said you'd think kindly of us in the future if we reviewed Neko. Oh, you know, do it for free. We'll do it again. But, um, but yeah, we, we happily, we've always been completely honest because we have ethics in, in video game journalism. We've been completely honest. We will take any amount, of, any amount of money. A- any amount of money any or amount, anything. Anything, really, to Good. say whatever you want. And I think, you know, I think it's a measure of the amount of ethics in the video game industry that no one has ever tried to do that. Yeah. No one. Like, and like, we are pretty cheap. We're so cheap. Like, uh, we just sold a review. Like, Steve publicly just sold a review for a packet of biscuits. Not even that. One biscuit. One biscuit. If you've got one. Any particular biscuit? Don't mind. I don't like bourbons. <gasps> I literally was just thinking I love bourbons. Well, there we go. Either way, <laughs> it's all going to be fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, but we don't, you know, we don't have those kinds of offers because the games industry is just not the sort of place where that kind of uh, thing happens, apparently. 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 Or, or maybe it just doesn't happen to us. Yeah. So uh, is that it, Simon, for the letters this week? Uh, we had Robert Wells. Were you going to read that one out? That was Robert How was Wells. it? Sorry, I was over there sorting the other one. There was this, um, we got a follow-up to the email. You know, uh, last week when uh, the guy ra- uh, emailed in and said, um, hey, Simon, that was really interesting. And uh, I was like, I thought he's being sarcastic. And you said well, you thought he was uh, referring to you. Did you yes. see the email where he emailed in and said, yeah, he was. He got our no. names mixed, mixed no, up. No, I, I was... <laughs> right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, So there we go. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's, uh, he's written a very long email about um, the subject we discuss in the news about uh, universal Windows apps, etc. It's very long, though. And, uh, you know, I won't bother answering it because I only <laughs> think it's you. <laughs> Yeah, Thanks now, for the letter, though. Now he'll think that I've been mean about him. Because he hates you. you. <laughs> to look for the one with the dodgy nose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for all your emails. We will be on a little break, but when we come back, it will be our 10th anniversary show. So if there's ever tenth anniversary, ever an episode to really write a special letter uh, for, it's that one, surely, right? We've been a bit rough this evening, haven't we? I think, we've been, I think we've been kind of brilliant. Do you? I think it's... I, I apologise to our guests. I've been, we've been really busy. This isn't our day job. Isn't it? I've <laughs> <laughs> been sitting here all day just waiting. <laughs> Well, oh my god! Maybe one day it will For be. ten years. Yeah, yeah, ten years. Hello listeners, John here with John Life Left, your weekly dose of ethics in games. Now, obviously I haven't been here for a couple of weeks because I've had some technical difficulties, but I haven't let that get in the way of undertaking experiments in life. Um, I found an old box of dictaphones in my flat, so I decided to get my message out there in a truly gamish way and communicate entirely through um, voice messages. So if you live in the Old Trafford area of Manchester and you find a dictaphone on the floor, then press play and you'll hear me talking for 30 or so seconds. Um, admittedly, this experiment hasn't gone particularly well so far. It doesn't feel particularly interactive. It, you know, it, although it took me a long time to go around putting the dictaphones everywhere, well, some would describe it as, as lazy, haven't got the production values that we have on this feature. And ultimately, I just miss actually interacting with other people. As a backup plan, I've bought a CB radio, and I'm going to be looking to striking up a one-sided relationship with anyone who tunes into my frequency because that is how narrative works nowadays. And it's completely different from just listening to audio logs. More non-diary audio next time.
We are one life left. Hey, I know what this song is. It's Cangrejo and it's called Spider Dance. It is from chipmusic.org. Earlier, you heard Goodbye Joy by Please Lose Battle. Chipmusic.org is an excellent place. This week's music has been brilliant. That's been brilliant, actually. Yeah. I literally just danced. She did, yeah. You were chatting to the guys. You missed Anne doing some dancing. It was great. I, I think plenty of, was, plenty of opportunity to see that at GDC. Movement. Um... I had Dexter over the weekend. She came to stay with me. <laughs> we played a bit of Battlefront, um, as usual. Um, that's what you do. That's what we do. But do you know what he wanted to do this 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 weekend? I, I've not seen him so excited about anything in such a long time. Mm. Uh, he wanted to set up his own YouTube channel. Really? Yeah, YouTube <laughs> channel. YouTube, he, said, right, he, said, he said, can we? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. So we did it. <laughs> we did it. He's got his own YouTube channel. Um, okay. If you search for Dexter Byron in YouTube, um, it's called uh, DGTV, Dexter Gamer TV. Um, and uh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. I'm going to go and do this. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I set up the channel with some my crude uh, Photoshopping skills. Um, and uh, I left him. So he took my um, Microsoft Surface and uh, he um, recorded some footage of himself. And then he was up there for a while. I could sort of, I could, he didn't want me in the room doing it. He's doing it in his bedroom. He's like, I wasn't sure. I'd go away, Daddy. I was like, okay, cool. Then he decided what he was going to do was, was just sort of do commentary over, over games. So mm-hmm. uh, it was Battlefront, obviously. Um, he's only seven and it's rated a Peggy 16. Um, Is he, can I be put in prison? Just cross out the one. Oh, then yeah. it's Peggy, Peggy six. six. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, he, he pointed the um, the camera from the laptop at it, um, but of course he's, he's sort of not properly up there. So you can't see sort of three. You can't see a quarter of the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's chatting behind it. Um, but what? So, so first of all, please do go and subscribe. Um, what? Um, what struck you? Got it. Go and subscribe and like. And what struck me though is that um, he has. So he watches an awful lot of YouTube videos. He. Um, and he started acting like a YouTuber. Oh, which one? Well, presumably they're all the same. <laughs> exactly. Look at me, I'm crying. Look at me, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> Can you see this? Um, uh, no, so he just starts off and goes, "Hey guys, uh. <laughs> hey guys, I'm playing uh, Battlefront, guys. Uh, so just just comment, uh, just and I'll put the description in the video below and all this sort of stuff. It's yeah. really cute. Uh, so we're going to do some more of this. There's only there's two videos up at the moment. They're both essentially the same. Uh, but yeah, I think you know, like if he, if he if he keeps this enthusiasm. Them up, I think it's going to be the next pewds. Wait a second, when you say we are going to do more, um, doesn't this fall under your non compete clause with One Life yeah. Left, uh, our company? Does it? Does it? <laughs> yes, actually, so does it? I haven't, seen, I haven't checked my employment <laughs> record, <laughs> which I haven't seen. Interesting, maybe you holiday have do a I get? Um, th- I do make an appearance because hey guys, my, my dad's just walked in, I'm not on camera, <laughs> and then so and then he knocks it over, and I said to him, It's like, uh, what has this happened before? And he went, No. I like, okay, and I'll rewind the video. I'm like, yeah, you knocked the computer over once already, hadn't you? This is like the second time, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Do check it out. Do go and subscribe, because then uh, he needs 100 subscribers we can get him a custom URL. Nice. Yeah. I've subscribed. Hey, guy, come on, guys. <laughs> he said, wait, it's up there now. Yeah, I've had four views. I'm like, yeah, one's me, one's you, one's Kate. And I think one might be the other one. He's like, okay. And he said, oh, the money's going to come rolling in. <laughs> and he's looking at it, and then he wrote underneath his, he, he, he just wrote, guys, comment. <laughs> He's so going to make millions. Do, do comment. It's reviews time. Reviews. Mm. Where are we in the reviews world? How many of us have played games that aren't Battlefront this week? And Sam, you've not played again. You're stuck. You're locked in. I've been trying to get to something. level 50, Steve. Oh, I'm Simon. level 44. I want the black space suit. Simon. Come on. It's going to be handy for Endor. Don't think you know. Don't you realise? <sighs> I bought the season pass yesterday. It's not even out yet. What? I know. You pre-ordered Pre-ordered. <laughs> a season pass. Yes. Well, fill me up. I hope that, you know, in season whatever it is, next season of One Life Left, or maybe two seasons or three seasons, however long it takes this to fizzle out, that we're able to montage the rise and fall. <laughs> of so, you know, you're, you're £10,000 in the hole to season passes. <laughs> just some microtransactions. I just had to buy a blaster. Yeah. It's real. I've got a pewter figure of Darth Vader now. Oh, I imagine. We were well, in forbidden plans there, actually. Looking glad up. you're having a nice time. Did um, John Boyega say something about it this week? He did. He said he wanted um, more single-player content. Ooh. He must be rubbish at multiplayer, I thought. <laughs> 
that's what I thought. How's your uh, how's your Lego Dimensions addiction going? Yeah, it's going okay. It's taken a bit of a uh, a bit of a back burner. Really? Whilst, uh, I okay. Invade Hoth. And what have you been playing? Right, so I've got an interesting story as <laughs> Deflection. well. Deflection. So I finished playing Firewatch. Oh, okay. It's brilliant. I really loved it. It's very unnerving, although I felt that the narrative was a little saggy in places. Mm. Um, but on the whole... Um, um, just so you know, yeah. pretty sure we've got someone from the Firewatch team coming on the radio yeah, show. Yeah. You're going to direct them Explain to Explain your saggy narrative. <laughs> yes. Well, I just, I just wanted uh, um, it to be a little bit tighter, but... So what are you going to Are you going to ask them on the... Yeah. On what you gonna, what's, how are you going to phrase the question? <clears throat> How you unsaggy narrative? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. All right, good. Um, good. But yes, it continued to be lovely. Um, we took loads of beautiful pictures, which we have ordered. Have you? Uh, yeah. Excellent. How much did you spend? Fifteen dollars. Yes. Um, I did that twice. Did you? Did yeah. you? But but I reviewed it, and in the review week, they actually worth one dollars. One dollar per. Uh, Is it? Was yeah, it? it? It was. What? Smart. And I played it, played it twice, and I have like. 30 photos at home from, <laughs> from a video game I played. You suck around. Yeah, and yeah. you should try and get a refund on that when yeah, you talk do. to the... Yeah, well, speaking of refunds, so I was like, oh, I sh- should probably play another game. Um, and I've had, uh, I downloaded, uh, I bought on Steam a little while ago uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and I was like, I'll play that. That sounds like a good one to play. So I put aside a couple of hours, tried to load it up, wouldn't work. Hmm tried to load it up again wouldn't work so I continued doing that for a little while and while I was doing that I decided to play uh, Battle Cats on my phone because I thought well if this doesn't work I need to play something didn't work only played on half my screen uh, so I, basically video games didn't work for me this week oh, uh, dog ate your homework yeah so well then I was like oh I remember that news story about how you could get refunds on Steam turns <laughs> out it's only 14 days bought it in December didn't I uh, idiot did you try and refund it though yeah, I was looking to. Well, because it, it won't play on my uh, on my laptop. I, but I thought a few people had um, when it first came in, they were going, "Well, it isn't actually two week two weeks, and that you could isn't do it." it? Yeah, I'm I don't know. Try and I do don't it. know. It's just it's just not working on my laptop. So, I've so why don't we uh, why don't we get them on the radio yeah, show as well themselves. to explain themselves at the same time? Bring your laptop watch. along. Yeah, yeah. And go. What's this? Um, what does this mean? Why does it keep closing? It's a good review section so far, isn't <laughs> no, it? It's it's well. So what you played? Nothing. Exactly. And what have you played? Oh, I've been having a great time in Niko Atsumi, though. Peaches visiting. <laughs> no, Miss- wait, we haven't had our biscuit yet. Oh, yeah, sorry. Simon, what have you been playing? I've played this great... Uh, sorry, wait, hold on. <laughs> I've been playing this uh, great iPhone game called Progress, uh, ah. which is... Ah. is this- ah. Of course we do. Oh, oh, awesome. Ah. Yeah. They are uh, best friends of the show, and we should declare, for eth- should ethical purposes, yeah. uh, last year the Progress team sponsored a song at Marioki, so we oh. rewrote What's Up by exactly. the four non-blondes to also, be about Progress. Also, these two are in it. Oh yeah, we are. Really? <laughs> that's, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I could have been, but I didn't get around to sending in the voicemail. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and apparently though, secret ethics, you'll hear Steve's voice more than Anne's. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Uh, be, tell me why. Uh, because your history's uh, more than anyone else's. So it's not just yours. So I didn't know that. Why? I didn't know that. Why my, is he so good? Well, uh, well th- that's because he's so good. <laughs> it's not that good. Tell us what you do in progress, Simon. Uh. Oh, well, this is, uh, yeah, awesome little puzzles, but I guess you all know. But but, 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 but the listeners may not. Uh, they may not. So one could be walking the ceiling. So you had to take your iPhone and put it up on the ceiling and, and walk across the screen of it. I mean, it's just this crazy little puzzle that will test what and how you can use your phone. It's awesome. Score? I'm going to go with 7 out of 10. Seems fair. Yeah. Seems fair. Jacob. In line with what we'd previously given it on the We had given well. it a 7, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. 7. Uh, Jacob, what have you been playing? Um, well, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I like to do stuff in games that I don't do in my normal life. And I'm an indoor person, so I've been playing a game called Stardew Valley. Right. Um, the surprise Steam hit. Yeah. Where, where uh, I think it's your granddad, he dies and leaves your farm and you just go there one day because you're sick of your job and you spend the time uh, sowing the fields uh, talking to people maybe you'll get a girlfriend um, yeah it's uh, I like to being inside doing outside work basically and I've, I've done that a lot in, in Stadio Valley when did you buy it did you buy it when it was top of the charts or did you buy it on its rise during oh, its rise when did it top 
I think it was uh, this time last week, wasn't it? I, I think I bought it like maybe a, 10 days ago, uh, and I played it 39 hours already. So, because uh, I've suddenly not, like no one wrote about it before it's out, and mm. now you can see all the all the all the websites go. Oh, here's some tips. Let's hear some tips about Stardew Valley. Look, yeah. look, this is how you do it. Yeah. I think it's a, a one one guy that actually made. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Um, good. Yeah, you enjoying it? Yeah, I like it. Um, it's it's very zen, I'd say. What's what score would you give it though? Uh, I've been I've been enjoying it a lot. I mean, it's it's better than than a lot of the games I've played recently. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go for a pretty pretty good seven out of seven. Solid seven. Seems, seems fine. Come on, SD. Uh, so, I uh, was very, very excited to start the month because uh, PlayStation drop your new games. Ba-doom. Oh, what? Ooh, has he got me out? Oh, here he is. <laughs> oh, was he, was he delivered? Uh, and it turns out um, this month, Flame Over. Oh, yeah. that's ah. We've had that on the show, haven't we? Yeah, played it. It's good, isn't so, it? Yeah, it's good. Enjoyed it. Seven played out of ten. It. Seven out of ten. Uh, other games, Broforce. Got guns in got it. Got guns in it, hasn't it? So I can't play it. Mm. And uh, and there was something else as well, uh, which had guns in it. I think as well, some some of the shooty shoot game. So uh, was it Galaxy? Oh yeah, maybe. So yeah, uh, so that was disappointing mm. that I couldn't play anything. However, I remember that you got me for my birthday. Yep. Very kind of you. Yep. Action Hank. I did get you Action Hank, didn't I? You did. <laughs> Who'd have thought? A game, a game that you're publishing. <laughs> I'm publishing. <laughs> publishing uh, Stickbold as well. We should uh, we should mention we should declare uh, that. Ethics, ethics, ethics. Ethics. Um, so uh, so yeah, I I put that on. No guns. You assured me. You did. They're just butts. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, so it's what? there's some butt sliding in it. So Action Hank is a game that takes place in a Toy Story esque universe where you are sliding along plastic tracks around a initially around a sort of uh, playroom and then in other locations. It's that sort of what do you call that genre of speedrunner? Speedrunner, yeah. like uh, I'm familiar, most familiar with it recently with Joe Danger. Uh, Action Hank is kind of a simpler version of that in that you only have one track and you've got to decide essentially whether to slide or jump. Later on there's a hook shot as well to use. Uh, And you've got to get to the line, the end of the course, as quickly as possible. It's very, very slick, uh, at least control-wise. I'm not a big fan of how it looks. I don't like the visual style, but I think that that is a personal thing. Certainly, if you enjoy that aesthetic, it's carried off very, very well. For me, it's a little bit cluttered. Thanks for being so honest. See, Uh, proof about ethics there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the game, the game mm-hmm. itself, I think it's it's really, really tight and absolutely brilliant. I've very much enjoyed it. Uh, so much so that at the time of writing, I am, I think I'm sixth in the world. Are you? There's only seventy odd people on the yeah. score. Did it come out today though? Comes out PS- tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow. So at the moment, I'm of, of sixty-one people, I am, I think I'm sixth. Oh, we've run out of theme. Uh, hold on a second. Not finished yet. <laughs> Uh, so I think I'm six. The reason the reason I proceeded that high up the scoreboard is because I noticed our intern oh, Simon, yeah, yeah. he's uh, on there, Conga Pyro. He? <laughs> he was seventh, and I was like, well, I can't stop until I'm one, one ahead of him. He was trash talking me, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's resolutely beaten you, but he hasn't beaten me. I'm ahead of him on the scoreboard. Um, but yeah, it's very, very tight. It's very, very fun. Uh, super, super enjoyed it. I think it's a Good. solid 7 out of 10. Happy birthday, me. Steve. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. It was a genuinely appreciated gift, so well Good. done. Thank you. Good. Uh, that concludes the review section, I think, this week, doesn't it? Uh, pretty much. It wasn't really worth starting the theme again. <laughs> for that. But you had not finished. No, I hadn't finished, so made my point. Mm. Uh, that's that's all, all the reviews. Oh, i tell you what's exciting, though. I applied for a press code for Stephen's Sausage Roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stephen Lavelle's new game, which I've heard brilliant things about. And that will be coming in two weeks, he says. So, you don't uh, eat meat, Boasty. He doesn't uh, shoot guns. It's true. This is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll have one more piece of music and then we'll be back to wrap up the. Uh, was it, is it the end of the season? No, it's just a yeah. it's just a break, isn't exactly. it? Uh, to wrap up this chunk of the show uh, with some GDC chat. What's going on? We want more reviews. <laughs> Dude, I hasn't got. I still haven't finished.
this is Clam, uh, one of the... We have Clam on a lot. One of the stalwarts of the the radio show of the last ten years. Uh, It's, again, it's from chipmusic.org, and it's called Goblins. Is that someone's fingernail there, Anne? It does look like it. it. That's disgusting. Who's on before? I can't touch it, though. Just do that. (laughs) We're One Life Left. We're a radio show about video games. We've been going for nine years and 11 months to this point. And this week, we're all going to be heading off to San Francisco to go to the Game Developers Conference where we'll be broadcasting, well, we'll be recording as live uh, from the show floor, which will be going out on Resonance, I guess not next week, but the week after. Yep. Uh, we'll be broadcasting one of them there. And subsequently, when we're in our off weeks, you'll be hearing our shows. They'll also be podcastable uh, immediately from the One Life Left website. They're usually pretty good as well, aren't they? They're fantastic. We've got... How many guests have we got? Um, we can probably work this out, right? How many slots a day? 50-minute slots, and we're recording for on, one and a half hours. The, I've got the... Six. That's six slots a day. Come on, we can do this. We're, okay, we've got... Four days. Twelve. Twenty-four. Twelve. Forty-eight guests, plus... We've got about 60 guests, I think, yeah. across wow. the five days. The cream of the at cream. At least. And that's, you know... We may still bump into people. We had some we had some world exclusives last year, didn't we? On the show, we did. We've always we've always had. A, can you remember any of them? Uh, un, un, it was the first public discussion of Unbox. Ah, that's remember? right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, watched his trailer. That. Um, that's juicy. I'm sure we'll get some more sort of exclusives uh, from our in-depth investigative journalism. If you're listening to this and you are coming on the show, don't worry about us, but do let slip important bits of information. Exactly. Uh, contrary to your embargoes and your NDAs, please. Uh, we'd appreciate it very it's, much looking forward to it yeah it's going to be good uh, with Garma Sutra of course looking forward to hanging out with them as oh, well yeah. he's a good looking guy Chris Graft isn't he, he was, Do you know, I forget about how good looking he, he is he is he's Although, such an attractive point man. of vulnerability what? it's always useful to know these uh, yeah. things he he's noted the back today, of his neck no, 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 no. shoot there well uh, yes right. <laughs> also his, literally his Achilles heel is he? Yeah. He's got a fat Achilles. <laughs> but no, he was saying he was saying that last night he was designing a character in a game and he gave it good cheekbones and today he realised you know he doesn't have those cheek he dreamt last night of having nice cheekbones, woken up doesn't have them, so we should bring up cheekbones up, yeah. all the time. Exactly. I'm gonna wear some rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, Game Swing, thank you so much for coming on, Jacob and Simon. Best of luck with Stick Bold. Thank you very much. April the 1st on PC. Yep. Xbox, launch discount. Yeah, Uh, yeah, 20%. (laughs) Something like that. You're too good good to everybody. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Yeah, best of luck with it. It's enormous fun. I look forward to seeing what you're doing next. uh, Me and Anna are on the same flight, aren't we? Saturday? Yeah, you're upstairs, we're downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that says everything about us. But I see it? you I see you downstairs beforehand, right? Steve's yeah, going out before us. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you you're going to get everyone warmed up. Yeah, I'll see you guys out there. It's going to be very, very exciting, but until then. Until then. We're one life left. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.